Welcome to the Black Heels and Tractor Wheels podcast, where we are sharing stories from a range of women from around New Zealand. For nearly a century, Rural Women New Zealand has been dedicated to strengthening and supporting women and children to become empowered members of their communities. We hope that by hearing these stories from inspiring women all around the country, you'll feel inspired yourself. We're your hosts, Emma Higgins and Claire Williamson, and would love for you to join and subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our rural stories. Today on the podcast, Claire, it's the finale of season four. I can't quite believe we've made it to season four, actually. It's um, it's pretty exciting to have interviewed, what, over 40 incredible rural women. And for season four, we had some other amazing beauties once again. I think the way we could do this is just break it down to some amazing topics that we covered and transversed over the last season. What do you reckon? Sounds great. Let's have a chat. Right. Okay. Claire, one of the things that really struck me when we were talking with our lovely ladies of season four was the fact that a lot of the women look to form a network with other rural women business owners and take that collaboration approach rather than competing against each other. Did you find that? Yeah, I did. And a lot of them talked about how they were able to sort of leverage those relationships and skills. So for example, I feel like Sarah talked a lot about getting others to help with setting up businesses. You know, if you set up an online e-commerce business and you don't know kind of how to go about that, it's so important to have people in your corner to be like, hey, you know, this is actually um, the way to do it and the way to be successful. Yeah. And even the more established businesses or the women of those businesses that we spoke to, like Nadia and like Christina, they also had um, quite clearly a a big team of people around them as well, helping to make all the good stuff happen as well. And I think that's really key too, right? Like no one is sort of an island and I think women do that really well. Like we see that every day that supporting each other is really key. And I think also some of those more established businesses having big teams of women is cool too right Mm, yeah that was awesome awesome to hear and see about the other the other thing that really struck me if we delve into it just a little bit more was around um particularly with the wool story so the um the the Mm. woman that we spoke to with their businesses somehow in the in the wool industry they often started their businesses within that COVID environment and just looked at ways of adding value that beautiful fiber um i think meredith was a good example of that claire Mm, yeah starting up the gorgeous blanket business and i think also just you know we have had really poor prices for a while now for wool and people are just looking for other ways to add value but i think they're also looking for ways to connect with their consumer as well and tell some really wonderful stories about new zealand farming and new zealand wool and the fact that it's produced in a really I suppose clean green kind of environment as well so I think it goes broader than the world I, I know this myself with my business it's it's about like telling that story of sustainability and longevity and um and all those great properties too which I just got it's like such a miracle fiber 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had a couple of amazing examples of that. And like Sarah Reed was another one, particularly with the name The Grumpy Marino. I think that's such a cool name. Super catchy. Um, And you're so right. They're they're doing more than just selling a particular product. It's the story that goes around that. And also for a lot of those women, it's a way of life too. Um, Mm. One of the things that stems from that is, and, and just to elaborate on that a little bit more, is that diversifying farm income angle. So we had Sarah, Meredith, Laura, and Pip. If you think about all of those different interviews, their drive in one way, shape, or or form was around trying to pull in additional farm income sources. Yeah. And I loved, um, I remember Sarah in particular, she talked a lot about how um, her husband, Jono manages the stud that they have, actually the two studs that they have. And then that she wanted to do something more and add value to the other products that they were, that they were making. um, And then be able to sell that on. So it's all about like, cool. Well, almost you're diversifying not only your income but your risk right so mm-hmm. if 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 meat has a poor year or if wool has a poor year you're not as affected um and i think mm-hmm. laura laura's ideas around this were really interesting with having the artists stay on farm i thought that was so interesting mm-hmm. um and then also obviously pips in a slightly different position where she's kind of um i suppose leveraging the story and her life on station to tell um other people about what it's like and to share recipes which were amazing so good uh the the interesting thing about that is that when you when you zoom out a little bit you think about all the amazing women that we've interviewed over season four what's been really cool is that they're all business women in one way shape or form at different levels though so if you think about christina perriam you know, she's super established. She's um, she's told over many years the story around Bendigo Station um, and her parents' legacy, and then she's weaving all of that into you know new brands that she's she's you know releasing, and um, a lot of that whole COVID issue, obviously um, the frustration, but also with that you know starts breeding new ideas. We're obviously going to see some interesting stuff come out of that. Um, over the next wee while um, but I think just the businesswoman at different levels is quite interesting to unpack versus someone who um, one of our other interviewees who perhaps is a little bit more more junior in that kind of um, mm-hmm. and just I suppose newer on their journey as well I remember Laura yeah. Laura McDonald saying that during COVID she because she does recipes and baking as well um that she gained so many followers because everyone was at home looking for something to do and then she's actually been able to sort of capitalize on those additional people that have come into her her space and so that's really different to say someone like Meredith who launched a new product and then learned all about how to set that up well Sarah actually Sarah Meredith did it (laughs) sort of about the same time um so yeah that's a little bit different and then and then we've got obviously the the very well-known and long-term businesswoman Nadia Lim, who's come off the mm. back of my food bag and has now purchased land and, and is actually sharing what at times is a really challenging and interesting farming journey, really, because mm. it's you know, yeah. there's always different things that come up. And and that, that's another good example as well of diversifying income, right? They've got honey and beer and meat and wool and you all know, the good tourism. Things. 
Uh, I think also all of our lovely wahine were all mamas. They yeah. were all uh, juggling kids or some of their kids were older, for sure. Families. Um, families but they're juggling general. families and many hats and all running businesses uh, requiring a lot of multitasking, whether it's, you know, the, the younger mums that are out there still trying to work on farm as well. Um but even trying to get that that family balance, right? If you think about Karen Williams as well, um, mm. that was you know one of the things that she spoke about. Um, you know, looking forward to in this next phase, mm. um, as she being away she from takes, home. Yeah, 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 exactly. And mm. mm. um, and so I found that really interesting. So mums and are particularly when their kids are younger, looking to find their own identities or looking to carve out their own niche. Um, or just looking for something that they can really call their own um, outside of obviously the, the day-to-day job of, of being a mum, being a wife, being a partner or um, being on the farm as well. Mm. And I think um, possibly for some of them it's not only looking for a thing of their own but it's looking for perhaps a little bit of impact as well. Mm. If I think about um, Karen especially, about Fiona, um, they're all looking for ways to um, sort of impact their community and also the the industry as well, the yeah. ag industry. Um, but yeah, right down to some of those ladies who have got very small families and they're juggling children and challenges that come along with that. Because you know, if you run a business, you can't, especially if it's a small startup business, you can't sort of not do what your client or customer needs you to <laughs> so mm. that's tough when you're also the, the primary caregiver as well and you're trying to make sure that your kids are looked after so yeah man. yeah big challenge hats off to those ladies they mm. are incredible so clear season four done and dusted we've got some exciting stuff for season five we've been oh, we talking do. about a particular theme for the next season Yes, yes. Well, we've just had our Rural Woman New Zealand uh, NZI Business Awards in the last month, and we're actually going to be interviewing our fantastic winners for mm-hmm. season five. So they are immensely diverse, such a d- diverse range of women from hemp to seafood to mm-hmm. lime arrays to... Mm-hmm. Some beautiful creative arts. It's just there's just so many things. So there's a lot more that we can unpack for season five, which is super super exciting. Yeah, cool. So that'll be coming to you in the new year. We are excited to be back doing that. We wish you guys a merry Christmas for those that are listening. We can't wait to get back into 2023. Some cool, yes, more, more stories. Some more Thank cool you. ladies. We'll speak. Wonderful. Soon. And thank you for joining us in 2022. Rural Women New Zealand is a community of like-minded women who are doing amazing things in their respective regions and communities. This podcast celebrates the achievements, successes and stories of our rural women, which are also the foundations for our organisation's rich history. We want you to be part of our future story. So please join us by clicking on the link in the show notes and we look forward to welcoming you into the fold.